Welcome to this special edition of the Hyperfast Show, where we are featuring speakers from the Hyperfast Summit, which was held in Boca Raton, Florida in February of 2022. Today, you're going to hear from Sarah Desimore, a top producing realtor from Allure Realty who specializes in luxury listings. She is going to talk about how to generate leads in unconventional ways. Check it out. Desimore, I'm a residential realtor in Miami, Florida. Let me figure out how this thing works. Okay. So just to give you an idea of who I am, um, I don't know if any of you guys already follow me, but my story is that I moved to Miami seven years ago. I did not have one friend. I didn't know anyone, and I became a single mom immediately. Uh, the moment that I moved here, so I said, okay, I'm already at rock bottom. Let me just become a realtor, right? So, <laughs> and well, the truth is my experience in real estate was really bad. Um, I had a realtor who never returned my phone calls, who was just really bad. And my background is in mortgages. So if, any, are there any Canadians here? None, and I'm in Boca, this is crazy. Um, in Canada, customer service is really important and it's a big deal, right? When you work at the bank or if you work anywhere, you get, um, you will get secret shoppers or whatnot and they only can give you one of two ratings, either excellent or horrible, right? So we strive for excellence and me moving to Miami and having all these realtors and I wasn't in an area where that, that is bad or anything, but I had a really bad experience with realtors and you know, I always wanted to become a realtor What's interesting is that in Canada, I did my real estate exam. I took the class and I did the exam and everything and I was just too scared to go full time. What's funny is that when I took my real estate class, um, my teachers kept talking about this crazy realtor with blonde hair named Tatiana Londono, who's gonna be one of the, the keynote speakers today. So, well, I don't know if it's today or I don't know when she's going, but anyways, long story short, I decided to become a realtor. I said, listen, I'm already at rock bottom. I have a mortgage background. And what I did, I called all the realtors I used to work with because I was a, a mortgage lender and they all told me to either go full time or to get a mentor to get into coaching from the beginning. So if anyone is newer here, those are two things that I would suggest. So just to make a very, very long story short, I had a lot of ups and downs in the business, but after hustling, after door knocking, cold calling, doing everything that I needed to do, I'm now, I'm now in the top 5% in Miami. So thank you. <laughs> And mind you, I didn't know anyone, right? So, and nobody can come tell me, oh, you know, like, I, I don't know a lot of, I'm like, I literally knew no one. My only friend lived in Coral Springs, which was an hour and a half away. So, I had no friends. <laughs> I really had to door knock. My first friend was actually, um, I met him at the real estate class. Like, that's how much I didn't know people. But I worked hard, I worked hard, and I did really, really well. And then 2020 was my best, the best year of my career, right? So... All right, I'm gonna talk about stress, right? So 
You know, when you wake up in the morning, they, they all tell you the same thing, right? Wake up, meditate, run, go to appointments, uh, cold call, do this, do that. Uh, make sure that you've set up appointments for the next week, two listings a week, uh, three buyers a week, three contracts a week. Like, does the sound of that sound stressful to anyone? Raise your hand if that sounds stressful. I'm stressed out just talking about it, right? So I was doing all the things that I had to do, right? Like I said, I came from rock bottom and really went up and i done millions in sales. And I was doing really well, again, doing all of these things, doing everything I needed to do. Again, I had, I had no life, but that's another story. Um, but what happened in early January, actually it's crazy because it was almost a year ago. So first week of January last year, I woke up with rashes all over my body, right? So I was like, what the hell is going on, right? I had no, I've always been super healthy. I never even have had a cold. I got COVID and I got no symptoms. I'm one of those people, right? So I woke up with rashes all over my body, half of my face swollen. And I had to speak at a Tom Ferry event <laughs> the week after. So that was great. Uh, but anyways, doctor after doctor after doctor after doctor, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, right? I was freaking out. Um, again, when you have rashes all over your body and then half of your face is swollen, you don't really want to go on listing appointments, right? You don't want to go see clients. I was just like, what the hell is going on? So for weeks trying to figure out what was happening, it turns out, again, I think I, ha I saw probably 10 to 12 doctors to try to figure out what was going on. And regard even before they found out what it was, they were just like, you need to reduce stress. So I was like, okay, yeah, good luck with that, right? So, but anyways. Turns out that I had a dormant autoimmune issue. And because I was so stressed out with work, and mind you, that was COVID, I have a seven-year-old, I had to do virtual school, and it was the busiest year of my career, right? The phone was ringing left and right because everybody was moving to South Florida, and at the same time, I had to become a teacher to a six-year-old at the time, and I'm not made to be a teacher at all. I don't know if there's any par parents there, but I'm a really good realtor, I'm a horrible teacher. <laughs> it like literally made me question my existence as a mother, right? <laughs> like that's how bad I was, right? <laughs> I know I'm not the only one, right? So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I almost lost my mind. That's probably what caused my autoimmune, but that's another story. Um, but anyways, the consensus was the same and they told me that I needed to reduce stress, I needed to work less, and I needed to sleep more. And on top of that, they gave me a bunch of medicine. I don't know what's going on with this. Can you guys hear me? Okay. They gave me a bunch of medicine, which made me more tired, right? So I'm, th I'm the type I would wake up really early in the morning. I was just exhausted all the time. And plus, it was very depressing for me because I'm very much, you know, we're in real estate. We're m very much into our lists. And then I had all these rashes and I was like depressed. It was just really bad. It was a very, very difficult uh, beginning of the year last year. But at the same time, I said, I worked from rock bottom to where I am today. And I really like the lifestyle that I have, <laughs> right? So... Um, I said, I need to just, whatever bus business plan that I had done for 2021, I need to revisit that and make some adjustments and some changes so that I can make the same amount or even more money than the year before because not only do I like my lifestyle, but I have a child that I need to take care of, okay? It's not just me. I have a dog too. I mean, those, it's important, <laughs> right? So I liked what I... I have really big dreams, I have really big goals, and I really wanted to, I didn't want to let this stop me from my goals and my dreams, right? So what I'm here to tell you today, I'm going to talk about four unconventional ways that you can increase your sales, things that maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't heard of them. I'm basically sharing the four secrets that I did 
that basically made me almost triple my sales last year, which was the year where I was off for three months, okay? Mind you, the first one month I was off because I was depressed and full of rashes, and then I had to get surgery in the summer, and I was off for almost two months because of the surgery. But regardless of that, and I had to work less, I tripled my sales, okay? So four unbeatable social media strategies that you can implement now. Are you guys ready? Okay. So number one is to give away free information. We all do it, right? We'll talk about the market, we'll talk about what's going on, we'll talk about what's going on in our city, but you need to become very intentional about giving away free information, okay? When you give away free information, it's not just, don't, don't feel like you're wasting your time, like people are not paying attention, because people are paying attention and people are gonna be waiting for you to share whatever it is that you're giving away. So the first thing that I did is that, well, you can share information during a set number of days, okay? That's a 30, 30 real estate questions in 30 days reels challenge that I did. If you look at it, my face is swollen on one side. I did not give a damn, I still did the videos, okay? I just put a cute little filter. So for 30 days here, what I did is that I prepared some real estate questions that I get a lot. I also asked my followers, hey, what do you guys wanna know? Like, it could be anything, right? So just let me know what you want to know. And for 30 days, no matter what time of the day it was, I would do a reel and I would answer those questions. I've had moments where I was, it was 1 a.m. and I just came from the restaurant and had a lot of wine. I still did the reels, right? I had days that I really didn't feel like doing them. I still did the reels. I did it for 30 days. And the result of that is that after the 30 days, those reels made, gave me $30,000 in income. It, I got three clients out of it, okay? One of them was a very good rental and two of them were sales, so $30,000. So 30, 30 reels in 30 days, answering 30 real estate questions gave me $30,000. Number two, create a file, a PDF, or a Google Drive and share it for free, okay? I do that in Miami, that's something that I'm sharing, I'm telling you guys my secrets, you guys better write it down because usually I don't share, okay? So for example, when there's a new pre-construction project, and you know when, whenever there's a construction project or whatever it is, a developer that tells you, hey, feel free to market that information. I'm not just putting it on my social media, on my story, I'm actually creating a Google Drive with all of my branding on the information that they gave me, that they told me that I can use. So whenever I'm posting something on social and I get someone that says, hey, send me more information, I really already have the email prepared with the more information. And on top of that, I have a Google Drive with whatever information that they need. The same thing for, you know, if you get a listing and someone says, hey, send me information on your listing, are you just gonna send them the MLS link? No, I actually prepare something, either a, a PDF, something with a lot of information. Another example is, um, I, there's a project in Tulum that I'm working with the developer. I actually created my own website and I created my own PDFs. That way, I'm giving away free information. It could be to another realtor. And guys, don't ever push away other realtors that are asking you for information. I, I hear that a lot and that's something that, we'll talk about it later, but other realtors are the ones that can help your business, even if you have to give them a 25% referral. So. You can do market updates, you can do newsletters, whatever it is, just give information for free, okay? Create video content, that's the third thing. So video is huge right now. Actually, the Instagram algorithm is giving you more uh, attention if you're creating videos. I spoke about Reels before. 
Um, that's a video that I made during COVID in my bedroom that got, I don't even know how many hundreds of, uh, so many views, th thousands of views on that one, right? So I just made a video from my bedroom. If you guys look it up, it's not high quality. I didn't pay a videographer. I literally had my tripod and I had a ponytail and I had a nice shirt, but I had my sweatpants at the bottom, which nobody could see that. So I just talked about what you can get with a million dollars in Miami. And another thing that I want to say is that whatever it is, if you want to do luxury, just a little tip, if you want to do luxury, create luxury content, even if you're not doing luxury. It doesn't matter. Just make sure, just show people that you're an expert in the field. Just me showing people what they can get with a million dollars, I can't even tell you how many leads I got from that video. Because there's people from New York, from California, that had no idea that they could get a penthouse, a waterfront penthouse for less than a million dollars in Miami. Right? So I got a lot of leads from that. So number two, so that's me sitting at a cafe, one of my favorite cafes and restaurants in Coconut Grove, which is one of my favorite areas in Miami. So the second thing you can do, so the first one was to give away free information. And now number two is to represent your city, okay? You are the mayor of your town. Gary V said that at, um, I believe it was either the Tom Ferry or the Inman Conference for Realtors. He said, you're not only selling a home, you're selling a lifestyle. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you'll notice that I only post maybe like a quarter of my content is real estate. The, the rest of my content is actually just me being around the city, me sharing restaurants, me just walking around, just walking my dog and putting the location, right? I'm just sharing my city and I'm not only sh sharing my city, but I'm sharing the vendors that I use. Okay, that's again me walking in Coconut Grove because I, I actually did a photo shoot and I suggest doing that uh, as well. When you're representing your city, try to do a lifestyle shoot in an area that you want to farm because then you can use those photos for your content and for your marketing and you can show the lifestyle. Right now, I'm walking around with a coffee from Panzer Coffee, which is a very well-known coffee place in the city, and I'm walking around close to Cocoa Walk, right? So if anyone's like, oh my God, that's a cool picture. Where was that taken? I tell them all about this neighborhood, right? So another thing is I'm always sharing the vendors that I use. I'm always tagging them in my stories. Whoever does my hair, like you, anyone following me will know her. They probably know her personally by now because I tag her so much, right? So whoever does my nails, whoever, whatever restaurants that I like, if I'm meeting the owner of a, of a restaurant while I'm eating out, I'm taking a selfie with him, I'm tagging them. I'm always, always giving shout outs to the, to the local vendors, okay? And what does that do? Not only do they repost your stuff most of the time to their followers, so it increases whatever exposure you can get, you're getting it twice, not only to your followers, but to their followers. Number two, they start to notice you more and then you get discounts sometimes, which is great for your clients, right? Especially restaurants. So if you go to a restaurant really often and you give them shout outs, I guarantee you that you'll go back with your clients and they're gonna treat you like a VIP and your client's gonna be impressed by that, right? Another thing that it did is that my, for example, my hairdresser, I have two hairdressers, one of them, I reposted her, I posted her so much and she reposted me so much that her clients, her hair clients started asking about me, hey, don't you have like a realtor that, you know, that you always post about? Like, is she good? What areas does she cover? And then she ended up sending me clients. So whenever you give and you give and you give, which is reposting vendors, you're giving, you're helping them out, you get help in return. It's like karma. Number three, engage with your followers. That's very, very important. I see, that, I see it a lot that um, 
people get a lot of comments and there's no replies or whatnot, right? It's very important to engage with them. So that's just an example of a post where I'm talking about a pre-construction project. Again, when people respond, I respond back, right? I'm not just ignoring their comments. I'm either, e even if I don't have time, I'll at least like their comment or I'll try my best to reply. I actually got two buyers for that project from that post, okay? So make sure that you talk, that you reply to them. When people are replying to your stories, you can like their reply or you can reply back unless they're creepy. So if they're creepy, don't, don't, don't reply. You know what I mean, but don't just leave them hanging because the more you engage with your followers, the, the, the more, the better it will be for your Instagram and Facebook algorithm. Okay, so number 3.1, so you can ask questions and encourage people to comment, right? So I like to use the polls tool on the stories, on Instagram or on Facebook stories, because people engage more. And then the people that engage are usually people that you're gonna get along with. I'll just give you an example. I was going to Europe and I was wondering which city to visit in Italy and I put two options. And everybody that responded are people that when I look at their profile, I'm like, man, I like them because they like to travel like me, right? So most of the people that are going to engage and answer to your questions or answer to your polls are people that you most likely have things in common with them because if they're engaging with you, it's because you have something in common or you have something that they like. So anyways, I the people that suggested which city I went, I would go to, they were actually right, and I stayed in touch with them. And during my trip, I was even like, hey, like I'm actually there now, do you have any restaurant recommendations or whatnot? It's just a really good way to engage with the people that follow you. And then respond to comments, which I've already spoken about. So that's the one that sometimes I get the side eye about, or some people don't agree with it, but that's something that I do that has worked. So. I would say probably this year, maybe more than 30% of my business comes from realtor referrals, okay? So because of that, I'm not just gonna not include realtors in my newsletters. I'm not gonna not include realtors in whatever content that I'm sharing because at the end, and I'm also gonna follow them back because at the end of the day, realtors, we should collaborate. So it's all, I'm all about collaboration instead of competition, okay? Where realtors, even if, I've had realtors in my own city give me a referral because I speak French. I have personally given realtors referrals in my own city because they're much better in Spanish than I am, right? So we need to collaborate with each other. And one thing I started doing is I started giving huge shout outs to the realtors that sent me referrals that I closed. So I'm gonna show you an example here. So I started doing these posts, feel free to copy it. Just Switch it up a little bit. Don't make it exactly like that, but you know what I mean. Feel free to take this idea. Um, I started giving them a huge shout out, right? I would tell, I would just showcase that realtor and say, t either tell them thank you for taking care of my referrals or thanking them for the referrals that they sent me. And it's not just the social media post. I'm also sending an email to my entire database of over 5,000 people. And what does that do? I'm also showing my clients, I'm showing people that I know realtors from all around the world. And I'm, by giving them a shout out, I'm sharing them with my audience. And then in return, they'll share you to their audience as well. It's all about giving and then you receive things in return. Okay? 
So I don't know if I can play this, but it says, like, the four, my fourth thing is be yourself and have a sense of humor. I am the biggest goofball that you'll ever meet on social, like as a realtor. And wait until you see the videos I have for this year, but I don't think I can play it. But I have a reel that went viral, and it's just me, like, just looking for a house that's, you know, that's a deal, right? It's just a really funny reel. I wish I could play it. I don't think I can. But uh, no, I can't. But anyways, if you guys go in my reels, you'll see it. I'll actually share it on my stories. That way you'll see it. But just be yourself. Don't be all serious all the time. You can make fun of things, right? For example, whenever I, I go on the MLS, you know those when you go on the MLS and you get those, um, those realtors that take the photos of the bathroom and they show up in the bathroom? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Or, you know, you, like you see their foot or you see like the tenant or... You know, just, I don't know what's going on with that. I think we should report them. But anyways, um, there's really bad MLS photos. So a lot of times I'll be sharing it on my story and I'm like, hey guys, what's going on here? There's a cat, there's a dog, there's a turtle. Like what's going on? And because of that, I have other realtors or even other clients or other people, my followers, whenever they see bad photos, they post it on their story and they tag me, right? Just because I'm myself and I'm making fun of things like I always do. Okay, so... The reason you want to be yourself is because people are not necessarily going to work with you because of the number of sales you've made or because of the name of your brokerage or the name of your team. People are going to work with you if they like you. And I can guarantee you that. So I'll just give you an, a quick example of that. Years ago, years ago, when I first started off in real estate, I used to go door knocking with my daughter in the stroller. And six years later, which is this year, there's a, a man that... I door knocked six years ago that I added to my newsletter, that I added to my database. He, I interviewed for a $1.2 million listing. I ended up getting the listing, and then the son of the man, because he's really old, told me, you know, you were up against five realtors. And he named me the realtors. Those are all realtors that would literally crush me with their hand like this, <laughs> with their numbers, right? And I said, how come he chose me? He goes, because he really likes you. He, he thinks you're genuine. He likes how you talk, and he's been following you, and he thinks that, like, you and your daughter are so cute. That's how I got the listing against other agents, right? So people are going to work with you when they like you. So if you're not yourself on social media, people are going to work with someone who's not you. And then when you become yourself, you guys might not get along. So it's better to be yourself than to – it's more expensive to be someone else than to be yourself, okay? So share fun, fun funny stories. Share them for free. Get their emails, whenever, whatever people like what you're doing. Just make sure you get their information to add them to your database. And make sure your newsletter also reflects who you are as a person. If you like to cook, add a cooking segment to your newsletter. If you like to eat out, make sure that you're sharing restaurants. Just be yourself. Share the things you like. I know a realtor that gets so many clients just because he shares him, himself playing tennis all the time. And he has a bunch of other tennis lovers, right? Another thing is guys follow me, you'll see that as part of my culture, I do carnival every year. I have been judged for posting my carnival photos and videos of dancing all the time. But then I tell people, okay, hold on a second. First of all, carnival is part of my culture, so if anyone's offended by that, that's too bad for them. Second of all, doing carnival is extremely expensive. It's very, very expensive, especially going to Trinidad, which is the, the, the second biggest one in the world. The first one is Brazil, right? Doing carnival in Trinidad is minimum $5,000 per person for the costume, for the parties, for the event. So who am I meeting when I'm going to Trinidad for carnival? It's not anyone that can afford to go there. Think about it, okay? So just be yourself, share your things, and I can't even tell you how many clients I've gotten just from doing carnival. Actually, the photographer that did my lifestyle photos is somebody that I met at carnival that lives in St. Lucia. 
that came to Miami just for a couple of days and did my lifestyle photos. So just be, just be yourself. Don't hide what you like to do. If you like to travel, post your travel stuff. If you like to play a sport, post it. If you if you like pets, there's a there's another realtor in Coconut Grove that always posts her pets, and she gets so many dog lovers as clients. Okay, so when I did all of these things, what happened? So last year again, I was sick. I didn't work for three months. I had less clients. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have the same number of transactions, but I almost tripled my sales last year. And I had a 300% increase in pre-construction pre sales. And in Miami, they pay 5 to 7% commission. And they pay 3% upfront. Okay? Sorry for the typo. But I had a significant increase in realtor referrals. I actually have realtors that reach out to me. And they tell me, like, hey, like, if I send you a referral, are you going to do that little post that you do to all your followers? And I'm like, yeah, duh, of course. So um, actually, that number is different. It's 15 million in pending sales as of today. So. Thank you, that's me and Tom Ferry, by the way. Um, so again, give away free information, represent your city, engage with your friends and followers, and be yourself, have a sense of humor, and follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I hope that was helpful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have, um, I have five minutes left. Would anyone have any questions? Oh, hey, hi. I don't. So that's one thing that you have to be careful about. That's very, very, like, but at the same time, I know people that do, and then they get people. The only thing with me, again, I'm Canadian, so I'm, I'm neutral. That's it, right? So I'm not going to post anything, but I wouldn't suggest putting too, much, too many political things because it can cause a lot of division, and it can cause fights, and you, you don't want that. Like, if you're posting the, you know, more happy stuff that people are not going to fight about. Uh, I post my spirituality a, a lot. I'm Christian, and if anyone has anything bad to say, I don't think we should be working together. So, any other questions? No? Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm hot. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget, to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts.